on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From press box to sideline, who got cut, who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine? These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship, you gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine, they gon' cover the story not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime. Time. Got the game statistics. I could say, if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now Raw Mind Sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close like a coach's assistant. You want to be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is Raw Mind Sports, another edition. And today, I got a special guest. I got Kendall Hinton, the wide receiver of the Denver Broncos. But actually, you people probably remember him as... The right place at the right time with the Denver Broncos because all the quarterbacks had to catch COVID, caught COVID, had to sit out. And guess what they brought up? The Wake Forest alum who played quarterback at Wake Forest, Kendall Hinton. Kendall, how are you doing today? Doing well, doing well. How are you? I'm well, man. I'm well. Um, I'm just, I'm just glad to um see you on the show, man. Welcome to Raw Mind Sports. Well, definitely, definitely. Can <laughs> so, so, um. <laughs> Let's tell the viewers that don't know you, man, um, about your career. What what led you to football? Out of all the sports, what led you to play football? Hello? You must froze up. Hold on a second, people. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Can you hear me? All right, I can hear you now. I said, "What? Um, hey, we back, people. We back." So, all right, because he's out there in in Denver, or no, I think Kansas City, Denver. No, it's in. He's in no, Denver. I'm in right Denver. Now. Yeah, I'm in Denver right now. He's out there in all that cold weather. So, uh, <laughs> tell the people what made you choose football over any other sport growing up. Yeah, so coming up, I, um, it was a basketball house. My uh, pops coach basketball. Older sister played basketball, so I was a I was a basketball player coming up until um, probably about late elementary, middle school. Um, kind of got into to the beginning of contact football, and you know I fell in love with the contact. Um, you know, running around, being able to hit guys, and um, you know I, I was I was pretty good at it. You know, basketball was fun. I knew basketball, but you know I, I wasn't growing. Okay, okay. I think we can all hear him again. He went out a little bit. He's still in Denver, people. Hold on a second. <clears throat> we will get the service back right again, people. All right, so um, you got me wrong. Yeah, I got you now. I had to tell the people you've been still in Denver. So you were saying that you love the contact of football, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, um, yeah, I fell in love with hitting. Um, you know, basketball was fun. I knew basketball, but uh, yeah, football gave me that outlet to, you know, go hit people, and it was legal. And um, you know, I was pretty good at it, so I stuck with it. 
Absolutely, absolutely. So um, out of the basketball family, anybody try to make you change your mind, you know, um, to, to play basketball instead of playing football? You know, you had a family that's originally from, like, Tarboro. And Tarboro's a football town, which is shocking right. that you say you had a basketball home where all people know where they do play other sports. But Tarboro's known for football. So that's kind of sure, sure. ironic to see you say, like, you had a basketball family. So what, what, what led them to say – you know what? That's what it is. Did they even try to persuade you to go to the other sport or play both or what? Well, yeah, I did. I played basketball up to high school. Um, you know, I was I was playing baseball. Oh boy, played baseball too. Oh wow, that's that's pretty that's pretty cool there, man. Um, I definitely want to hear that story about uh about baseball as well. Baseball was pretty – Pitcher. Um, whew. Yeah, so he played pitcher? Pitcher and outfield. So, all right. So, I'm going to ask the raw question now. What's the most toughest sport to play? Is it basketball, football, mentally, I guess, overall, or baseball? Because I have a lot of people that always ask me that random question. Like, what's what's the toughest sport to play, actually? That's a, that, uh, yeah, that's a pretty tough question. Uh, um, you know – I think I think basketball take requires the most skill, um, but I I have to say basketball. It, um, okay. Yeah, it's just it's just so much so much skill that, that goes into it. Uh, you you can be a freak athlete and still be a horrible basketball player. <laughs> uh, football, you know, football is is tough just because it comes you know with the physicality of it. Um, but you know you got one job to focus on, whereas basketball you, you know you're doing you're doing everybody's job. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I, I have to get the, the basketball. So now let's talk about your high school career, man. Is did you play quarterback all four years in high school, and what made you? I mean, all the positions. Like, were you playing quarterback growing up to lead to playing quarterback in high school, or was it another position like you played? Yeah, so coming up, I um, well, Pop Warner, I played running back my whole Pop Warner career. Um, coming into middle school, I, I got the opportunity to play quarterback, and um, you know, I did pretty well there. It was middle school football, so it wasn't anything crazy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I knew I wanted to play quarterback going into high school, um, and so I, I just grinded, you know, coming into my freshman year, and uh, I had a you know pretty good. Pretty good season my freshman year on JV. Got moved up that year. Uh, got to play out, play in the playoffs that my freshman year, and they, the coaches kind of saw the potential I had, and um, you know after that, you know I just took off. Man, that's nice. And, and you broke some records. I want to say um, in high school, but I'm gonna tell you now raw thoughts. If you had been in Tarboro, we we are done in football school. But you playing quarterback and throwing the football won't happen. It's going to be a lot of handoffs. And I love my Tarbur. I love my hometown. I love Tarbur football, too. But I know what scholarship you won't going to get. And that won't going to be no quarterback scholarship. Because if you're going to get a quarterback scholarship to go play quarterback yeah, in college. <laughs> so that's a good blessing. You know, it's a few people from my area that's roots are in Tarbur, but they moved elsewhere and, and, and had a successful career you know, elsewhere, which is not wrong with that. So, you know, you're still a part of the Tarver family, but, you know, you just had to do what you had to do. You had to move because your family told you to move. They, hey, they tell you to move. You ain't got no choice. <laughs> you young, then you got to go. We got to go. 
<laughs> Had a few more technical difficulties, people. The um. All right, I got you. Yeah, so you hear everything I said? I said, now you probably been getting no scholarship to wait for us. So did you? You got nah. a scholarship? Or you walked on to wait for us? No, nah, no. Nah. So I got a um. Wake Forest offered me my going into my junior year. Uh, yeah, junior year going to senior year. Um, and, you know, I had had a few offers before then, but I just wanted to, you know, go ahead and commit and get all that stuff out of the way. So I committed to Wake Forest. Uh, I played quarterback my junior year, going into my senior year. Man, it's pretty cool. So what was it like at Wake Forest and, I mean, the coaches and what are they instilling you, you know, to be, you know, who you are today like that? Man, I'm I'm just saying, like you played well, you know, at at, at Wake Forest, at quarterback. So, like, like tell the viewers, what was it like playing at Wake Forest? Kind of des- describe like a schedule of what you had to do a routine day as a Wake Forest quarterback, preparing for a game. Oh, we still here, people. We still here, people. I'm gonna go ahead and finish up talking while y'all guys at it, man. All right, all right. So we back now, on um, Kendall. So I was saying, tell the guys a routine day on Wake Forest game week. Like, what was what would what would it be like to like be a part of that university, that football team, trying to you know prepare for a game each week? Right. Yeah. So we practice Tuesday through. Tuesday through Thursday, um, walked on Friday. And so, yeah, Monday we're off. So you just, well, as a quarterback, I'm just in the film room all day. Um, you know, I go to class and, you know, I'm just in the film trying to, you know, get a get an overview of who we're playing and the guys that are going to be out there. Um, so Monday you get that, you know, take a whole, a huge load in Monday and then, Throughout the week, you, you kind of start to break it down and focus on certain things. Um, so Tuesday, you know, I'm focusing on, you know, red zone or whether it be third down, um, certain situations. And so we'll practice in the morning. We, I have class from about uh, 9 till about 2 o'clock. And once I'm out of class, I'm heading back to the facility. I go watch some film, maybe, you know, go over some things with coach. Um, yeah, and I'm probably out facility around six, go home, you know, do whatever homework I got to do. And, you know, we back at it Wednesday, uh, you know, practice usually about meeting started at six o'clock, practice started about seven, usually out there, um, you know, seven, eight, 45, seven to nine, somewhere around there. Good God almighty. That's a busy day, people. So you guys who trying to get to the next level. Ain't no such thing as on your time. Once oh, that scholarship no. get out, no. you on their time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. That'll keep you busy, no question. No question. It's no no off time. And the thing with college football is not much of an off season. So, you know, once you once you sign that letter and, and you're there, you locked in for the next few years. You got that right. So now let's talk about like what led you to change your position before and if I know you went undrafted and you was playing quarterback your career at Wake Forest. So what led you to say, you know what, I want to play quarterback, but I'm going to just go ahead and change my position 
just for the better of me when you probably could have like played that position or just try to wait out. So what was it like changing your position and to say, you know, I'm going to play wide receiver. Oh, we hope we still hear people. We still hear people. We waiting on. Got me. Yeah, I got you now. I'm back. We back. We back. So, uh, uh, so yeah, I got your question. Uh, um, going into my junior year, I actually got hurt. I uh, tore my PCL. Um, that, that took me out for a whole year. And so coming back, trying to play quarterback, I, um, you know, the injury, the injury, honestly, it, it, it took away a lot from me, uh, mentally and physically. Mm. Um, you know, I came back and I, I definitely had some issues at quarterback. The, the confidence was gone. Um, and I wasn't slinging it like before. And, you know, we had some younger guys who were, were coming in and, and were doing pretty well. Um, and, you know, on top of that, I also got suspended the first three games. So, you know, that on top of, you know, the performance wasn't wasn't as, as productive during training camp. And so, um, you know, we had some injuries at receiver and, you know, my coach, my coach offered it. And you know, I'm like, yeah, whatever I can do to, you know, get on the field because, yeah, I felt like I had a better opportunity at receiver than, than quarterback. Yeah, it seemed like you had a had a journey in that junior season oh, yeah. from a lot of areas, man. So mentally, how did that make you become better or who you are today? Like, do you think that, that was that like the lesson or like the piece to make you who you are today to go through all that trials and tribulations during that little short period of time? I'm trying to make sure I think I think um Kendall got my question right in. I said yeah, did that can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Well, we back again, baby. We back again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that year was crazy for me. Um, yeah, I honestly, you know, I, I for a moment I thought I was gonna be, you know, kicked out of college. I thought I was gonna have to. Oof. I was gonna end up at another school. Um, you know, it's it. A lot of things, you know, went into me still being able to finish up my career at Wake Forest. Um, yeah, and. And we had uh, uh, NFL receiver ahead of me when I got moved to receiver. So Whew. it was, um, you know, I'm like, I didn't really have much opportunity. I, it was just a, yeah, it was just, you know, a hope and a prayer. Uh, it was nights where, you know, I'm like, I, this probably the end of football for me. Uh, oh, man. You know, I kind of, um, yeah, it was, you know, it, was, it, it, it hit me and, Mom had to start focusing on other things because, yeah, for I I didn't touch the field. I maybe touched the field three times, um, with between my junior and uh, senior season. And you know, but I was lucky enough to have a red shirt year, and um, you know, ended up having a crazy successful red shirt senior year. But it was definitely some tribulations and um, you know some tough nights alone and. You know, all that all that kind of prepares you for for the adversity you're gonna get, you know, in life. Cause it, it never stops. You got that right. It sure don't stop. It keeps don't pushing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. so I I definitely get where you coming from on that one. I definitely do. But like right, for you to do right. that and still persevere and to still play, you had a lot. So you do you think from all that stuff? you went through, do you think you're supposed to be in the spot that you're in today? Do you think you're supposed to be a part of the Denver Broncos? 
That's no shot. Talk with. No <laughs> shot. I I am. You know, it's it's crazy you ask that question. I um, yeah, I I wasn't supposed to graduate from Wake Forest. I, um, mm. you know, I, I'm supposed to be at, you know, some D two school. You know, kicked out for for the, getting in trouble. Um, you know, I got a got a second chance. Um, you know, it, I it was so you know so many things that that you know went into play to for me to be here. It's it's crazy. You know, just even two months ago, I'm I'm sitting. At You say you were sitting home um, two months ago. We're going to go back to that, people. We're going to go back to that. He in Denver now, people. He in Denver. So you said two months ago, you said you were sitting home two months ago, correct? Right. And you didn't expect to be even in this situation. Yeah, I'm I'm at the house two months ago. I'm moving in to to my sister's house. Um, she had just got a house. I'm moving in with her. You know, she's letting me pay her like 200 bucks a month for, for rent. Oh, boy, life about to hit you quick. Boy, you glad you got with the Denver Broncos. You about to see right. the Bills world. <laughs> yeah, and I had no idea how is he going to scrape $200 up. Um, <laughs> you know, so it was you – know, just everything that happened through Wake Forest, you know, I always had in the back of my mind, you know, it's going to be okay. You know, it's going to work out. But, um, you know, at the same time, it's like, you know, I have no idea what I'm going to do. And um, yeah, like I, you know, I was I was so close to to hanging it up and you know getting into the to the job world and you know again I got this second chance. So, boy, everything happens for a reason, as we say. So right. now playing with Denver, getting that opportunity with those guys going down with COVID, how does the coaching staff look at you now? Like, they, do they do you get even more of an opportunity because you took a like. For you to be in that situation, not knowing the playbook at all, from what you just said, not playing quarterback since your junior year, somewhat mentally out of the quarterback position, and now they ask you to, you know what, you played it before, you got no choice, suit up, you got to go play. And I knew it was tough playing against that tough Saints team because same time it was a lot of stuff that went into that. So I'm, I'm asking, like, did that even open up more doors? You did you like did, did you have like a vision like? This is my opportunity to just show what I'm am. Like I've been through so much and this is my second chance. How did that go, Kendall? No, it was yeah, and, and that's exactly how I look at it. Um, you know, it you can look at it like, you know, I got thrown in a fire and you know, I did what I wanted to, or however you want to look at it, but I look at it as, you know, I got this chance, I got, you know, this crazy opportunity. Now, you know, my coaches know that. You know, I'm I'm willing to step in wherever, whenever. Um, players respect me a lot more, and um, you know, and and it opens you know the whole NFL's eyes, whether it be other teams, other GMs. Um, so yeah, it was it, it's definitely a blessing. Um, you know, whether it looks like that or not, so definitely grateful for that. Yeah, that's definitely grateful. So um, <clears throat> before I even get into my last part of it, like. You got Kansas City this week. You're in your um your room right now, people. He's in Denver with the Broncos. Uh, they got a tough game tomorrow. Um, so how are the Broncos preparing for the Kansas City Chiefs tomorrow? I'm waiting for him to come back, people. Uh, I think the um 
He in Denver, so we're going to see. He'll be back in a few seconds. He'll be back in a few seconds, guys. <clears throat> I was asking him about the Kansas City Chiefs and the Broncos game tomorrow because he's in Denver right now, so he'll be able to answer that question and what they, what they expect out of a division game in the Denver Broncos. I was asking you right there and all, so what are the Broncos doing to prepare for the Kansas City Chiefs, a division game? Tomorrow, because I was telling the viewers, you're in Denver right now because you're, you're getting right. ready for the game. Yeah, so um, I actually just left practice, uh, you know, about 30 minutes ago. Um, you know, the the, the guys are, are ready to go. It's, uh, you know, that's something cool about the NFL is that you do get to, to play teams twice. And so, um, you know, we're prepared. We know what we're, we're getting ourselves into. And, um, you know, hopefully we – the game plan is, is solid enough, and we go out there and perform to do what we can. You know, it's a, definitely a big challenge this weekend. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. But um, I got one thing for you, Kendall. Um, two more things. Um, what do you have to tell people who went through the adversity that you had went through in your life from Wake Forest to now being a wide receiver for the Denver Broncos? What is, some, what is something that you would tell guys about your story? And how? what type of advice would you give? future players who may come into that same situation? You got me? Yeah, I got you. Now I can hear you now. So what would you do to – um, to, what advice would you give people from Wake Forest to now being a Denver Broncos wide receiver and the things and the trials and tribulations and the mental – it did to your mental. What would you tell kids or people that could possibly be in the same situation you were in? What type of advice would you give them? Yeah. Um, so I'd, I'd probably say I'm I'm a huge, um, you know, proponent of uh, you control. I, I honestly believe that we control our worlds. Um, you know, individually, the thoughts that you put out, the uh, – you know, how, how you react to things, um, like you have complete control over the world and, and what you tell yourself and, you know, how you go about about, about your day-to-day. -day. If you tell yourself you're going to do this, I can do this. Um, the power of words, people. <clears throat> Kendall was just basically talking about the power of words. You provide you are in control of yourself and everything around you. You're in control of everything in yourself. The power of words mean a lot. The power of words mean a lot to whatever you're trying to do. You got to be careful with your words. But, yeah, go ahead, Kendall. You said the power of words. I'll bring in everybody in summary of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you hit it on the head. You hit it on the head. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that, you know, you speak into existence. Um, you know, it's the the world will put it there, and you you just have to, um, you know, follow follow your omens and and, and trust the process. Um, you know, things happen for a reason, and yeah. And I yeah. agree with that. And I agree with that. So, um, before we get off, man, one more thing, raw thought question, man. What does Kendall like to do? Without, outside of all the pressures and stuff you just told us, what is something fun that Kendall likes to do outside of football and stuff? Something that gets your mind off of everything, you know. What what is it something that Kendall likes to do? 
Yeah, I um well now that I've gotten to Denver, I've actually uh fell in love with these views, these mountains out here. Oh boy. Um, yeah, so whenever I get to free hung. So you love the mountains I see. You you're a mountain guy. Um yeah, so so by being a mountain guy, I, I got a question. I've never been to Denver before, man. So everybody always talk about the air is thin in Denver, like the altitude or something. Is that a true statement, man? Is the altitude or the air thinner in the state of Colorado or for what you say is Denver? Is it is it thin, the air thin? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, that's hundred percent true. I um my <laughs> first week up here, yeah, you you'll run up, you know, five, six steps and you're out of breath. What? Um yeah, no lie. It's I I when I came back after getting waved, I came back for my first week. Um, in my first day of practice, you know, they threw me out in the fire. Um, and in North Carolina, I was working out. I was fine running around. And uh -huh. I got up here and, you know, almost died out there on the field. Um, <laughs> just because this altitude is crazy out here. And I won't laugh about you about to die. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, wow. The, nah, it's real. Altitude. It's real. It's real. Man. Yeah, so, yeah, so anybody, sure. if you could play in Denver, you could just about play anywhere in the NFL. You could play anywhere. Yeah, yeah, no question. No question. <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad for every team that has to come play up here. Oh, man. So, so have you ever seen John Elway? Has John Elway even said anything to you? I know you got Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio, by the way, used to be defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers, my favorite team, by the way. But uh, have you ever had a conversation – with John Elway before since you've been, you know, in Denver. I'm just curious if you have or not. I don't know for sure if you have or not. You got me? Yeah, I got you, I got you, I got you. Have you ever had a conversation with um, John Elway before? Since you um, Yeah, I actually had my first one-on-one -on -one, uh, interaction with him after the game sun last Sunday. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, he, he was just there to, you know, to tell me he he appreciates what I did for organization and you know, thank you for for doing going out there and, and, and doing what I could. You know, I was one of the few people who, who understand the, the situation that was, was at hand. So you got that right. Because he definitely uh, been there before. He's been a quarterback been there, before. Done that. <laughs> so, <laughs> well with that being yeah. said, man, Kill the Man, I appreciate you, man. I'm let you get back to your so you guys, so it's four oh three here at Eastern Time. So it's two oh three, yeah. Yep, you got it. Oh man, so yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let you get back the rest of your day, man. I don't know what you about to do, man. Go, go hang out on the mountains a little bit, man. But good luck <laughs> tomorrow, man, against Kansas City. <laughs> I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate it. Hey, you guys, whatever time you listen to this, morning, day, night, you just heard all thoughts. We're coming here.